This is a production of KMMedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Everybody, on today's show, we get to talk about a really cool uh, children's author who's got a, a wonderful series out, and it's and she's doing a lot of stuff. It really is a lot of fun. Eric, I want to say hello to you first. How are you? Hey, good afternoon, Kevin. I'm doing great on this beautiful day here in the Northwest. How about yourself? I'm doing fine, except I've been in my little studio, and you know how you have to have a black, black curtain across the windows and stuff so i couldn't tell you if it was nice outside or not <laughs> well it is it, uh, we've got some nice sunshine today so oh, when very... you're done with the show uh it'll still be daylight too that's the other beautiful thing so go ahead and peek out the window when you're done you know i tell you i love the time of year i love the most is between uh december 21st and and uh june 21st or 2nd because the days are getting longer it's getting warmer it feels like a renewal of things and it's it really is a lot of fun for me and i really enjoy this time of year more so than when it gets darker earlier <laughs> and all that stuff yeah we well you know we we got a little bit of everything around here for sure Yes, indeed. Well, I want to thank you, Eric. And by the way, if and I'm going to make us do this again just to make sure that everybody understands because there are people that are listening today that haven't been and whatever. But uh, there's a new way for them to access the show. Could you describe it, please? Of course. Yes, uh, we are streaming audio and video of Positive Talk Radio to the KKNW YouTube channel, KKNW Facebook uh, channel, and uh, KKNW's Twitter page as well as the Positive Talk Radio YouTube channel and the Positive Talk Radio Facebook page. So tons of ways to catch the show live. And, you know, if you miss the show, you can go back and watch those videos uh, and catch up on anything you might have missed. And, of course, you can listen live on the radio or on our website, 1150kknw.com or on our app. So really, there's so many ways to listen now that there's just no excuse for missing the show, especially when you have great guests like today. I'll tell you what, and that, that is so true. And by the way, it's so impressive. I can always tell when a am working with a professional guy, because you did all of that without an A, um, or, uh, and you did it without a script. So you, I'm thoroughly impressed, sir. Thank you. Well, we we've done this the last few episodes, so you know, it's starting to get <laughs> starting to get used to it now. Starting to get the cadence down and all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. But it really is important because I know that on KKNW's uh, stream that you've got thousands of people that have tuned in to that since you started since the first of the year, and that that is really an important way if you want to see it's in its entirety uh, with audio and video and stuff like that. It's important that you, that you know, those things. Plus they get to see your cool Seattle backdrop. Exactly. And, and the, and the Ferris, what's it, what's the Ferris wheel called? Do you know? I believe that's the, the great wheel. Oh, that's you're right. You're <laughs> right. I'd forgotten that. And, and the space needles in the background and all of that. But, but uh, 
Um, and but so thank you everybody for tuning in today, and thank you Eric for being who you are. And but I got to tell you, we've got a great guest for you today, and uh, we're going to be talking about her and her books and her characters and the foundation that she's got and all of those things that she's putting together, and she's ready to hit. Dare I say it? the big stage, the, the big banana. She's going to go into much more than she has been in the past. And I think very rightfully so. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give her name a shot. And uh, her name is Sandy Cinemataro. Is that close? Sharmataro. <laughs> very nice. How are you today, Sandy? I'm doing great. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Oh, you, thank you for coming. You're more than welcome because I love the premise of your books. I, I really feel like, and we talked before, I really feel like there is a children's series, a, a cartoon series. Um, and first of all, the name of the book series is called The Good Eggs. Where did, that, where did the name The Good Eggs come from? Well, it just kind of came out of my head because when I was um, always contemplating writing children's books, I wanted to make sure that they taught something about goodness. So I just kept throwing around the word good in my head. I was like, good this, good that, good eggs. It just kind of came to me. And then I thought, then I ran with it. Oh, I'm going to make the characters eggs, uh, little egg children, and they live in a little egg town. And yeah, it's really been fun. You know, there was a saying that I don't think anybody ever uses anymore, but from my, my uh, from my youth, it was like, you know, he's really a good egg. Do you, yes. know, do you remember people saying that? I do. I do remember that. And that's probably why it popped into my head because it was a kind, of, kind of a common phrase. So, but I don't know if I went, no one, well, no one's really written books about little egg children. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, I'd run with that phrase. Well, and the, and the cool thing is there, there are three books out now, right? Yes, three in the series. And so far, there's going to be more. And <laughs> and uh, the good eggs is one. The good eggs travel the world. That's two. And the book three is good eggs in the community. Cool. And I love the, the message that you're sending uh, children and the parents of children who are reading the books to kids and stuff. I think it's a really good idea. Thanks, Kevin. It, it's been a journey. I really just intended to write one book, the first one, to teach. Um, you know, it's got a dozen chapters, um, and they explore 12 different virtues um, each chapter. And I kind of just intended to stop with that first book. But once I was done with that, I just felt something in me like, I, I, need, I need to take these eggs around the world. I need to do more with them. And then that's how the second book came into being, and then the third book as well. So I wanted it to be like virtues diversity and service. Well, you know what? The, the cool thing is that you can do with eggs and they do it every, every, um, um, Easter yes. is you can, you can color your eggs. And so they they started out, you know, this is a great metaphor actually, in fact, because a lot of eggs either start out either white or brown, but you can then take them and make them all kinds of different colors yeah. and make them a, uni a, a rainbow philosophy of all of us. And then all of us getting along, regardless of what we look like on the outside. I think that's really cool. That is cool. And I do, my book sales do spike at Easter time because people like to put them in their children's Easter baskets. Oh, that's um, good. So, yeah. Um, but if you notice the egg colors, they're non-people colors. Yes. So, yes. That was purposely done as well. 
there's orange and the, although the uh the i got food sickness one time and the i look like the green guy like benedict oh oh gregory okay <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed but there's purple and there's blue and uh there's a uh, bright yellow yeah. and Pink. and yes and the names of the characters are sigourney reggie meg gregory peggy and benedict is that right yep and they all have double g so they all have eggs somehow in their name oh well that's cool yeah and of course benedict you know of (laughs) course eggs benedict and do you remember what i told you their teacher's name was which is kind Uh, of my alter ego no remind me miss poach (laughs) (laughs) oh yes miss miss poach yes well yeah, you know, and see, right now eggs are very valuable. Have you not know? Have you gone to the grocery oh, store lately? Yes, yes, they have skyrocketed. Yeah, or they're not available at all. Right? Why is it's, that? You know, I I don't know why right now. Well, I I used to be a um a chicken salesman. I didn't tell you that. I don't think. Oh. And uh, so like, I worked for you. Really? Huh? You really were a chicken salesman? Coast to coast, I sold dead, dismembered chicken, and uh, I would sell it to restaurants, and I would fly around and and talk to like uh, Olive Garden and TJ Fridays and all these guys to to sell them our brand of chicken versus the Big T and some of the other guys. Got it. And um, and so we were vertically integrated, which means we had chicken houses and we raised them from the egg all the way up. And what they're what the problem right now is there's some disease. I've been told there's some disease in some of the flocks. And so they're having problems with uh, production because of that. I see. Okay. So, and the, which happens from time to time, um, you know, cause it is a live animal mm-hmm. in the impact. So, so in any event, but these are all doing really quite well. All your characters. My eggs are fine. Yes. They're all doing well. <laughs> <laughs> and so you've written three books. Are there going to be more? Um, not in this series. This series, I feel, is complete because um, you see them grow through three years in their lives. Um, and then from there is, um, you know, I have all kinds of other things coming off of the Good Eggs. So I'm really building that Good Eggs brand. Um, and I have, you know, like um, like you, you mentioned the videos. So I have a series of 12 videos based off of book number one. And those were picked up by the Michigan Learning Channel, which is an affiliate of PBS. So I was real excited about that. And they have asked for more episodes. So I would really like to get started on book two when they travel the world. Do those in video. Oh, that is that is awesome. That's real fun to do. And I so I anticipate because, you know, your series of these books, the, the characters are very benign. Um, they're, they're very all just, they all have a smile on their face, uh, and they're all good. They're all good eggs. And, uh, and to take it to the next level, um, and, and to build uh, videos around all three books would be really a good idea. I I would love that. Um, there is Benedict does have some issues though. He's the one that's mainly learning and his friends try to help him through a lot of things that he's, he's the new egg in town. So uh, they're trying to help them out. <laughs> well, I, I think that's great because, you know, yeah. kids have got um, 
lots of you know with kids being on the spectrum today and and what you're talking about that kids do need to kind of band together to help each other and not to bully each other right and you know they will once they see an example you know like if somebody leads and starts you know doing something kind for someone at school uh, believe me the kids will follow suit um they will kindness can can weed out the bully so for sure they will follow suit so that's that's my hope is to get kids at a younger age just kind of incorporating kindness and goodness um naturally into their lives so that it just becomes when when the situation occurs at school for them because all the situations in the book are real simple real relatable for young children. So when something occurs and I've had parents and teachers write to me to say that they have emulated the actions of the eggs, uh, which made me completely happy because that's my goal. And, um, you know, they'll just do that automatically as they grow into an adult. And they can pick up these books. They can go, first of all, you can go to, and it's real simple, thegoodeggs.org. Yes. You can go there and you can pick up the books there. They can also get them at Barnes and Noble and Amazon and all the major booksellers, I would imagine. Amazon for sure. So if you go on our website, like you just mentioned, thegoodeggs.org, go there's a there's a link right on every page that says purchase books, and it'll take you right to the um, Amazon link, Amazon page. You've also got uh, you can buy apparel. Uh, and and stuff and, and but let's let's also talk about the other thing that's near and dear to your heart and that is the foundation you're building yes thanks so uh, after i was done with the book trilogy i still felt there was more for me to do so i wanted to put the books into action and i created the good eggs foundation which helps kids because the books are for kids so i wanted to help kids in any situation and i call it basic needs and i hope to grow um you know, as time goes on. So since 2019, the Good Eggs Foundation has been open. And yeah, I do it based off of the book chapters, which is once a month. I seek out an organization or a family that may be in need. And I ask them what they need for that month. And I tell them, you've been egged. And I get them whatever they need. Sometimes it's, um, you know, I've helped like do math tutoring programs. I've done bedding for kids' beds that, that are coming out of homelessness. I've done um, diaper drives. I've done summer camps for kids. I've done care backpacks for kids in hospitals. It's different each month. Um, And we've done probably 35. You can see all the eggings on the website too. We've done quite a few eggings. I haven't missed a month yet um, since 2019, October. And it's just been giving me great joy because I've been meeting so many awesome people that are helping others. And it gives me joy to help them. You know, if it's, even if it's small, but I do have big visions for bigger eggings um, as we grow. Well, you know, um, egg, the, the way that you use the term egging is different than I did when I was a kid. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> that was a positive spin on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, which is really cool because that, it you know, we used to, well, I won't go into that. Um, because <laughs> when I was, when I was a teenager and I didn't know any better, but yeah. uh I think it's, I think it's a great thing that you're doing. How, how, how large are you? How does somebody get funds to you? Well, also, if you go on the website, thegoodeggs.org, there's a donate tab on every page. So you can donate, or if you purchase books, um, all the net proceeds goes to the foundation as well. So, um, and then everything you donate goes to an egging. 
Um, if you want to specify an egging, you can do that. So on the contact page, there'll be, yeah, there'll be, um, you know, points to check off what you want your um, donation to go to, or just to the general fund. And I will use it for eggings every month. So let's talk a little bit about Sandy, if I can. Sure. Because this is a really cool thing that you are doing and it's very selfless and it's, it's all the money's going to the foundation from the books and everything. Where the heck did you come from? <laughs> well, I was born in Gross Point, Michigan. If that's <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> well, uh, not, not, not so much physically, but where did your, where did, cause you've got a huge heart uh-huh. and, uh, and you really want to help people. How, where did that come from? I don't know. I think it just kind of cultivated as I grew. I mean, my parents were very, very generous people. Um, my family, you know, all my extended family is very generous, kind people. I think it was just ingrained in me at a young age. Um, you know, I think I told you before when I used to see my mom, every time we'd get um, an envelope from an organization like the March of Dimes or American Cancer Society or any organization that needed some money, everyone, she'd write a check. Everyone, even if it was five, ten dollars, everyone, she'd write a check. And my dad would say, just pick one or two, you know, you don't have to, she's like, nope, nope, my kids are healthy. We are grateful for everything we have. I'm, you know, I'm going to do this because I feel very, very lucky in our lives. So I always saw her doing that. I think that kind of really ingrained in me. And then my dad also was very, today's his birthday, by the way. Happy Um, birthday, dad. Yeah, he was also very, very generous. I remember um, this stuck with me too. I was probably like 10. My brother and I were like 10 and 12 years old. And someone at my dad's work, they were having a new baby. And um, he gave away our crib and all our baby stuff. And my mom was like, what? You gave away the kid's crib? And and he's like, what, what are you going to do with it now? They're, look, they're old. They don't need cribs, right? So <laughs> let them have it. So I, that kind of stuck with them. And she's like, yeah, yeah. So they were always that way. So um, I think that was just ingrained in me young. And that's what I hope to do with um, children too. You know, like parents, they, they watch your example. Kids watch your example all the time. So uh, your, yeah. your parents, and you, you said the, the word, it's become one of my favorite words, which is gratitude. Um, and your, your parents had gratitude for their life and who they were and, mm-hmm. and for you guys being healthy mm-hmm. and, and, and moving forward and stuff. It's, it really is, um, gratitude is a pretty cool thing. Don't you think? It's awesome. I have a whole chapter in it in book one. Oh, I'm- see? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's the chapter three. Um, and they're learning about, um, how to be grateful for, in fact, for the month of November, which is the Thanksgiving month. So they learn how to um, give away time and give away things. So Miss Poach teaches them in a lesson uh, on how to do that. Because she said, you don't always have to give time or money, or you don't always have to give things or money. You can also give your time. And Sigourney, uh, Benedict has problem with it, you know, and they, they try to help him. And at the end of the chapter, she goes to read to her grandmother because her grandmother was sick. And she likes when she comes over and Benedict finally got the message after a series of events. And he said, can I go with you to read to your grandma? You know, so, so they did, she took him with her. So just like little things like that, that he learned to give of his time um, to somebody who really needed it. So. 
because because it's I I just find it astounding because you you're you're not a older person you are a young person and um, of course I'm older you know, than I look Kevin I'm sorry <laughs> I'm older than I look uh, well we'll we'll call you 25 how about oh, thank that you <laughs> yeah thank you but no I wish <laughs> and so you've accumulated this wisdom. Um, and I know you say it comes from your parents and I'm not going to just, just dissuade you from that, but, but still, and what I'm trying to get to is, is that there are so many people that think that they would like to do something extraordinary, yet they always sit on the sidelines and they never get around to doing the thing that will be extraordinary. And the reason that why they have come here in the first place, and you did not sit back and say, you know, maybe when I'm uh, 60 or when I've got other stuff, everything else handled, I'll do this. You dove in and you said, this is what I believe. This is why I'm here. And I'm going to contribute now and in the future. Why are you different? I, I don't know. It's something in It's something inside of me that I can't like not do it. I feel like I can't not do it. And I think also, you know, being a teacher, um, you see so much as well. And you see, you know, different kinds of kids and you see different kinds of needs and you kind of gravitate toward that. And it 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 builds up as life goes on. And you really this drive inside of me just has only gotten stronger as I've gotten older. And I just had I kind of felt like I have I have to do this. I can't not do it. Um, you know, I think if you ignore something and it keeps coming back, that's telling you you need to go forward with it. So that's how I felt, um, especially starting with the books. It's kind of morphed into this whole big um, foundation thing based off the books. And the books idea came when I was, you know, third, fourth grade. So, and it, it took me a while to get to that first book, but it, it just grows with you. And it stays with you. Oh, and it stays with me huge. Like now it's, it burns me. Like it, it burns as a passion for me now. If somebody were to, if you, if you were to advise somebody that is feeling that, but isn't acting on it, what would you tell them to do first? Well, I would say start small, you know, just dip your toe in the water, start with something little that might spark you. And if it brings you joy, if it brings you happiness, if it made your heart beat a little faster, take it, take it a step further. You know, you don't have to do like everything at once. Mine started out small and has built up to this. And I, and I, I know it's going to get bigger because I have, I have visions for it. Um, so I would say just take it slow and try it out. You know, how you go and try on different clothes and see what fits and what doesn't. Try it out and see where it takes you. You know, and don't force it either because sometimes when you force something, it's not a good fit. Kind of let it unfold naturally. You'll know. Let's talk about that because I, I'm a strong believer in that is that, that if you force something, you're yeah. doing it in your own timing and it may not be in the universe's timing. Um, so how do you know if you're pushing too hard or is it, see, in my world, things just naturally unfold. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't push anything, but things just incredible things just happen. And it's, you know, has that been your experience? It has, but I've also had to learn because sometimes I can be impatient. So I have to like pull back sometimes and say, all right, I'm going to just, you know, 
not do one thing this week and see. And then, so, yeah, something then always comes up when you kind of let it go and let it happen. You're right. Um, so if you know you're pushing too hard, you're going to experience frustration. So when I get to a frustrating point, I just let it go and then let it be. And something does usually pop up. By the way, that is the gospel according to Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh, let it be. Oh, let it, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> of course. One of my favorite songs. Yeah, I, I, I say that from time to time when people say that and they go, huh? What are you doing? <laughs> no, I know that. I'm, I'm that era. So, yeah, that, that's a great song for sure. Yes. And, and the message of that song is very much like, you know, you know, let it be. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. And, and it's meant to be, it'll be. That's right. And, and if it's not meant to be, you'll know. That's right. Yep. You know, it's, it's very important. By the way, we're talking with Sandy. Pronounce your last name so I don't screw it up, please. Jarmataro. Uh, very good. She's written the book, The Good Eggs, and there's a series of three three books. She's got a foundation. Go to thegoodeggs.org, and you can find out all the information that you need. And I highly recommend, certainly, certainly get the books. And if you've got children in, in your world or or grandchildren or whatever, this is these books are really good for um, parents and children to, to read books together and stuff. Yeah. By the way, it was... Go ahead. I just want to say I also have a parent blog um, that goes through the books on an adult level. So if parents want to sign up for the blog, that's just a short one to two minute read once a week. And it kind of goes through each chapter, you know, on adult level that they could talk about with their kids. So there's that, too. Or talk about with each other. With each that's other. Cool. Yeah, exactly. And there's the newsletter. You know, people can sign up for that. Um I have the kids' books in Audible. You know, it's, it's like my version of a podcast for kids. Yeah, yeah. There's a playlist that the eggs recommend. There's crossword puzzles. There's word searches. There's all kinds of stuff on the website. So a lot of So fun. you have taken this to a level that I don't often see. Because you're you're not missing anything. You've 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 covered all the marketing bases, and you're doing all the things to get the word out. Because that's what you that's that's your passion. It is. I truly believe in it, and I truly believe it can you know make a difference. I truly believe it can. So if you know people really read through all three books, they're going to see how they all connect. Because even in book three, when the kids do community service. It, they connect it back to the little eggs that they met around the world in book two, and they help them as well. So it all comes full circle at the end. So uh, I, think it's, I think it can make a difference. Beautiful work that you've done. Again, by the way, we're talking to Sandy and the good eggs. <laughs> I can't say your name. I'm sorry. Say it again, please. Sharmataro. Sharmataro. Now, I, now, once you say it, I can say it. But yeah. I, Reading it, I have trouble. Anyway, the the Good Egg series, um, and there are three books, and go to uh, Amazon or to her website, which is thegoodeggs.org. We need to take a break, but uh, when we come back, I want to talk to you more about, about the work that you're doing and what you see for the future, and you're also a teacher, and what to, what grades are you teaching and all that kind of stuff. I'd like to get into that just a little bit. Okay. Um, 
You're listening to Positive Talk Radio on KKNW 1150 AM. We're going to take you just a quick break. It's just a couple of moments, so don't you dare go anywhere, and we'll be right back. Thank you so much. Hey there. I'm excited that you're listening right now, and if you like what we're doing here, you're going to love PositiveTalkRadio.net. On PositiveTalkRadio.net, each show, which is recorded live, is packed with positive information with real people discussing real issues and positive solutions that can work for everyone. I hope that you'll join us on PositiveTalkRadio.net and listen to all 340 plus shows. I think it's worth your time. But then, that's just me. That's PositiveTalkRadio.net, your home for great progressive positive podcasts. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, my friend. I'd really like to thank you for listening to the show today. As you may know, I started Positive Talk Radio way back in 2003. We were one of the first shows on KKNW. For 11 months, I was fortunate to be part of many lives, making a positive difference with great interviews and discussions, creating new thoughts and ideas. Sadly, for financial reasons, I had to terminate the show. Well, it took 18 years, but we're back better than ever. And not only on KKNW Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, but also podcasting with several inspiring channels with the same driving passion as the original. Please visit kmmedia.pro for complete information about all of these shows. In addition, if you feel called to keep positive programming on the air, you can join us by sponsoring the show and aligning yourself with our mission, which is nothing short of saving the planet and each other. Again, that's kmmedia.pro. I'll see you there. And welcome, everybody, to Positive Talk Radio. we got a great guest for you today. And by the way, Dr. Marnie, one of our fans, has a great comment. She would like to say great things about the show today and about who you are. Sandy has a huge heart, but so do you. Oh, isn't that nice? Wow, so that's very nice. Awesome. I created the word search puzzle for one of the books of my five book series, True Deceit, False Love. Great to meet another author who did the same thing. She's working at it. You're working at it. And you're all working to make life better uh, for all of us and to create. I believe sincerely that you're here to create something that is kind of new in the in that it's very mainstream. And it can it can really affect a lot of people all over the world, and that that is, that really is your mission, isn't it? Yes, it is, and I, I that's what I I'm hoping that you know it needs to catch right, and it'll have this domino effect um, for all people and all children, and I think it can really, like I said before, make a difference, and just you know puts more compassion and empathy and kindness and goodness in the world um, that people might think twice before judging or spouting off, you know, that they might try to see another perspective or viewpoint. 
um, just to, you know, put more, like I said, goodness into the world. And you also, by the way, I want to thank you very much for being a teacher. Um, I, I admire your skill to be able to go to work every day. Uh, now what, what grades do you teach? So I teach high school. I teach 10, 11 and 12th graders. Well, and and all girls. I, I teach at an all girls school. That would, by the way, I wanted to ask you from last time, do they allow men teachers in the all oh, girls? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We have plenty of men teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. So, yeah. so great environment. It's, it's a great environment that I, I'm lucky. I'm, I feel lucky to be teaching in that environment. You're closer to, I mean, it's been a long time since I've been close to teenage people and girls and, and boys or whatever, but um, how things changed, how difficult is it for kids oh, today? It's, I, I feel for them. I really do because with the social media, it, I mean, their attention spans are not what they used to be um, because they're distracted. There's a lot of distraction going on. And that's just the nature of the generations. You know, like they've never not known cell phones or iPads. They just don't know what life is without that, where we would. Um, so that's a big change, you know. But on the other hand, it can be positive because they have so much more information at their fingertips. So they can, you know, Although they don't know what it's like to have to go to the library and look things up in an encyclopedia. They just have it right there. Um, but I think that there's a lot more pressure on them, too, to succeed as far as competitiveness is getting into colleges. It puts a lot of pressure on the kids. Um, I know they're starting to get a, do away with ACT a little bit, but it's a stress ball for them. It really is. And I mean, I've seen more kids that have to seek counseling and things of that nature because of the stress level. I know we at our school, we're lucky again at our school to have programs in place. Like if you're feeling stressed, here's this that you can do, or here's this you can do, or here's, you know, this person you can talk to. So we have those stress relievers. Um, but I know some schools don't, and that's, you know, hard for kids to deal with on their own. So you know, it's great. They're, they're very worldly. They're very intelligent, but they also have a lot more stress. I feel, I feel when I was a teenager, they have a lot more stress. You know, I was a uh, uh, baseball coach, a little league baseball coach for a period of time. Um, I quit doing that because, um, you know, keep in mind, these are 10, 11 and 12 year olds. And I would have parents say, why isn't my kid playing this? Or why isn't he? Oh. Or why? Do you find that, that, that parents are talking to their kids in a way of like, you need to go to college. You need to do this. You've got to do this. You yes. need to pick, you got to be straight A's. You've got to go do this and be, and you got to know what you're going to do by the time you're 22. And, yeah. and it, it, that happens, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And it's a lot of stress. And while my school, it's a college prep school. So, you know, we have like 98% go to college. So um, they have that stress for sure. And it's a private school. So parents pay for their tuition. So I think they're going to have that, you know, their expectations there are higher too, as far as, you know, we're paying this tuition, <laughs> you're going to go to college kind of thing. It's, it's a lot, it's a lot on the kids, but they, I, I'm so proud of all of them because they really, they really step up to it. I mean, they may have these breakdowns here and there, but they really do. Um, they seek help. 
they seek tutoring, they seek whatever they need to do to succeed. So they do have the drive. And I think it is, you know, coming from home a lot as well. But they also laugh a lot. So when I go to school, we laugh every day. You know, they're, they're fun. It's a great sisterhood. And they um, support each other really well. They become leaders on the sports field. They become leaders in student government. They're the leaders. And I can see it from ninth grade to 12th grade. I see the transition and I see them grow into a confident, self-assured um, young woman. And that's our goal, you know, is to get them prepared for their college years. So now are they aware of the different movements that are going on and the, and the me too movement and that kind of, are they aware of that and are oh, yes. kind of becoming more understanding of, because I can't imagine, I, I was, I was a teenage boy. Well, I can't imagine what it's like being a teenage girl with all the pressures that they've got. Yes. And then to, to amplify that with the social pressures and then with the dating pressure and with the, all that kind of stuff. Are they aware more? Very much aware. Just today, we had a club expo today and we met and the co-moderator I was with, we were just saying, cause the girls were running the whole meeting and we're like, I don't remember being this aware in high school. <laughs> you know, they're just, we have debate club, we have, you know, quiz bowl, we have so many things that they, um, you know, even our curriculum, you know, is brought into modern day, right? Like even when we have things that are historical, you can bring it into, well, let's, let's parallel that with what's happening today. So they are very aware. Um, they're very astute and very worldly. Yeah. Well, I'm very hopeful that one of your students yes. is going to grow up and become president of the United States. I think so. Many have that aspiration. <laughs> that, that is so cool. Is yeah. Do you think the glass ceiling from their perspective is going away and that, mm -hmm. and that they can accomplish anything they want? Or do they feel like there's still that stigma or that glass ceiling there that they can't get to? It's still there, but but they they do believe they can accomplish anything they want because we are very um, female empowered school. So we tell them that all the time. Right. That's that's kind of built into like that. They can do accomplish their passions and accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. And if you don't know, just keep going and it's going to be revealed to you. Right. You you will find something. Um, so they they do have that. However, on the flip side of that, they also you know, are in the dating scene and things like that. And they see discrepancies um, between male, female stereotypes and things like that. And some things they'll say, that's not fair. And that isn't fair. And, and we say, well, then let's change that. You know, let's get that changed. So they do, they do see that, but they do feel they can accomplish whatever they set their mind to. That gives me hope. Yes. They, they give me hope. They make me laugh. They are just a great group of young women. I'm very, very proud of them. You know, in the last hour, uh, it wasn't here. It was on the podcast. I met a young man. He's 17 years old. His mother had uh, colon cancer and uh, th th three days after he was born, and oh. she, she survived it. And he's grown up to be a straight and tall, good kid. He gets, gets good grades. He's in, he's a stud in soccer and he's very loyal to his parents and his family and stuff. And it's like, 
I feel much better now. I have more hope yes. today than I did coming in today. Right. And good, because you should have that hope. Because I see the kids, too. Um, like even this one class that I teach, we were talking about issues in the world. And a lot of them are about um, the environment and the climate and how are we going to fix this. And, you know, they're really aware of social issues, too. So. Yes, indeed. And, and the climate... I next time you're in class, tell them the person that interviewed you says, I am so sorry that <laughs> our generation has screwed it up to where you guys were leaving it to my kids and the, your, your students to fix what we've screwed up so badly. Right. Right. But they're passionate about it and I think they can do it. So I tell them your generation, we have all the hope on you. So you, you got this. <laughs> Boy, no kidding. No pressure, right? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. We couldn't do it. Well, you know, I, no. I, I'm a little older than you, so I grew up in the 60s. You remember? Um, so the, did the, I. The, I told oh, did, you I'm older than I look. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Um, um, I, never mind. And, and But I was thinking of, you know, the hippie movement. And flower power in 1967, and 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 make love not war, and all that kind of good stuff, and all that went away. And for a while there, it was everybody peace, love, and and Ringo Starr still says peace and love, but nobody else does. Right, and, right. You know, and so I'm hopeful that this this generation w will be smarter than that generation, and will and will stick to their guns and really look for the, to, to take humanity to the next level. And I, I do, I have that hope, just, just from the school I teach in and what I see with, with the, the girls that they do, they are very passionate about that. So, you know, a lot of things they think are ridiculous that we do, you know, they, they go, what, like, like take racism, right. As an issue. Why, why are people like that? Why do people, you know, they, they just don't see that. And I, I'm so thankful for that, that they can just move forward with, all people with dignity. You know, it's interesting. Um, I, I drove a bus before I, I did this and I had to retire. I had to retire from being a bus driver and I was a bus driver in Seattle for 12 years. Yeah. And the difference in kids today versus they were when I was in high school or even in the eighties is so profound. Um, as an example, uh, uh, when I went to high school, there were no gay people. Uh, there, there were no gay kids. Now, that doesn't mean that there weren't, but they were right. all. There were. They just kept to them. They didn't reveal that, right? Right now, now it's like uh, it's it's okay. You can you can be whoever you choose to be, and and that's okay. Now, for some people in some states, it's not okay. But right, right. That's what I mean. That they, I find the young people much more accepting now. Uh, there were there were three young girls and they were oh they were in their teenage years in in high school and they were talking about a classmate a boy who they all found uh, attractive and they said so what is he and so okay. they started listing his his uh, um, his different nationalities he was he was what? Filipino and he was Hispanic and he had a little bit of and they said, oh that's where he gets the uh, complexion from and the nice so they looked at it as a plus not as a negative of not being, he's not white. So that, so exactly. I, right. Yep. I agree. Um, it's all good. 
right? It's everyone has a contribution to make. And I think the kids today, they get it better. And I'm, I'm so, I, at least I hope so. Um, I hope they, they do and get the foundation that they need. And I'm glad that you're working with them. Have your kids read your book, by the way? Some have, yes, they have. Yep. And what, what, are, what are the, what, what do they say? I mean, they're, it's, it's beyond, you know, they're older, right? Cause my books are for elementary age kids, but they love it. They do. They all ask me questions about the characters so yeah, some of them have read it. That's 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 really cool. Yeah, you see, yeah, you know, you go ahead. I was just gonna say, my school's very supportive of of the good eggs. <laughs> so, oh, that's cool. Is it in the library at school? Well, no, because it's you know it's not a high school book for younger set, but um, oh no, come on, there are some schools in our country that that is a that is like high school reading. Yeah, maybe there are chapter books. So, <laughs> <laughs> so and in any event, we we are talking with Sandy. I'm going to try it again. Ciamardo, uh, Ciamardo, Ciamardo, Ciamardo. Charmataro. Char <laughs> that wasn't even friggin' close. I'm sorry. That's okay. And uh, by the way, what the, I would love to have you back at one time. We should do this again. And you should bring like the um, class president and like the senior class president and maybe uh, the president of the of the kids association, whatever they call it now. Yeah. And because it, it'd be it'd be fun for them to to uh, get an interview on the radio and to talk about who they are and what they believe and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm really curious because they are our future. Yes. Yeah, they sure are. And it's important for us to recognize that and to, and to work with them and, and to help them and, and to bring family more so back into, yeah. into our society a little bit, I think. I think so. I mean, our parents at our school are very involved, you know, they're very caring, very loving. Um, and I think, you know, they truly care. They truly are putting good people into the world. So I do have that hope. So keep that hope alive. <laughs> and very, very yeah. Yes, so indeed. So I would like you to tell me now um, what your, because I know you have a vision for where you want to take this. I do. And and I want to support that vision by putting it out there in the airwaves where everybody can hear it. Tell us about your vision, about where you would love. And, and don't be shy. Tell us where you would love to take this whole project. This whole project? Well, I have visions of um, the books selling, right, nationwide, like flying off the shelves. And me going around maybe the country and doing book tours and book signings, and then even getting it into um, maybe feature films or even more fun, live theater shows, the good eggs live. I can see it um, and have like theaters filled with young kids and maybe have the first 25 rows with kids who maybe couldn't afford to go like to give those tickets away and then have merchandise and all kinds of things with these theater shows. So then with those funds, I could do really big eggings like um, scholarships for kids or playgrounds for schools um, or, you know, any medical needs maybe some kids may need. I could do all kinds of huge eggings um, for people if this got that large, um, which I see. I can see it. You could do drive-by eggings. <laughs> hey, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> drive-by egging. Here I come. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. In, the, in the age of COVID, it's like, yeah, here. right. Actually, I had to do some of those. I had to just leave it at the doorstep, you know, because couldn't really do much with COVID. So. The people that you talk to that are your friends, family and stuff, do they do they support what you're doing or do they say you're you're, you're oh, come on now. You, Sandy, you can't do all that and no. and just stay within your lane and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, my, uh, my husband, my kids, my friends, um, my family, they're all very, very supportive. Um, they'll do, you know, they've even, even voiced some of the characters in my, uh, for the videos, um, with the good eggs book one, um, they have, you know, advertised things for me. They are very, very supportive. Um, they've helped with fundraisers. They've helped with book shows that I've been at. So Yeah. No problem. In fact, they 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 pump me up sometimes. So that is that is, that is so cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, I'm blessed all the way around. That's why I want to give back. You know, to young people, to children. You know, because sometimes just a little thing makes a big difference for a kid to know they're heard, to know they're seen, to know they're loved and you know understood. It makes a big difference. You know, one of the um, key people in my life was a my little league baseball coach. Okay. Um, because I I started um, working with him. He was my coach all the way through little league because he kept picking me for the teams that he was on, and so I started at eight and was with him till twelve. And because he kept on, he would coach a different team at a different level, and he would pick me to be part of his because we had a bond and he was a, he was a wonderful human being. I, I am grateful to him to this day for what he did. Sadly, he passed away five, five years after I uh, had aged out of little league. He was a window washer and he fell out of a fifth story window. Oh and, gosh. Yeah. And, but, but he was, and that's when I, it's one of the reasons why I do what I do is I emulate people and you're like my, my hero because I emulate people that are trying to do the best thing for humanity that we can do. And um, he did it on a, on a kid by kid personal level. And he treated you, even though I was 11 years old, he treated me like an adult and he made me feel like a, a good guy. And you're, and you do the same thing with, what you're doing. And I, I wish that more people would take up the banner and say, I'm going to carry this thing farther than you did and make it better for all of us and, and not worry about what other people think or say, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to do it because I care about people and I want to be, I want to help people. And okay, I'll get off my soapbox now. No, I, I agree with you a hundred percent, Kevin. I mean, it's, it's really, healing for people like like i said even a small thing especially for a child um just to feel like they matter you know because sometimes kids can get lost in the shuffle and just to feel like that they're there and like how you felt that at 11 from that coach look you still remember that right so it's got a huge impact oh and you see and that was during a time that was in the 60s and one of the things that parents used to say, my parents said it to me a lot, is that shut up, <laughs> you should be seen and not heard, yeah. 
who are you? You don't know anything. You're just a kid. Yeah. And he would treat me with, with the respect and, and he was, you know, and, and that's, that made a difference in my life. And it just was one guy. Yeah. One guy did that. So think yeah. about if you're listening to this, think about what you can accomplish by just affecting one life. Think of what I'm doing today on the radio. I have, this is, by the way, like close to 100 shows on KKNW. I've got 800 shows on, on Positive Talk Radio and My Independence Report. We're having an impact. And he is partially responsible for all of it. Yeah. And so you don't know what's going to happen with the people that you impact. The folks that you impact at school, you don't know today, but you're making such an impact that they come back I'm sure they come back to you and say, I really enjoyed having you as my teacher. Yeah, I do. I get letters and notes a lot from them. I just got a note on my door today <laughs> from my office door from one they, of my students. Yeah, they're very sweet. Yeah. But they, you, because you had such a positive impact and, and it's, it's so cool uh, to see that. And, and thank you for being here. And I, I want to give you a couple of moments, but first I want to get your information out. The good eggs.org is where you go. Um, you've got a whole bunch of stuff that you can do there. It's going to take a while to get through the website. Enjoy it all. Enjoy it. Yeah. If they want to contact you is the best way through the website. Yep. There's a contact tab and they could just fill out the form and I will get right back to them because it goes right to my email. So yeah, for sure. We've only got two minutes left in this broadcast, so I want to step aside and I want to give you the opportunity to tell our audience, those that are listening now and those that will be listening in the future at positivetalkradio.net, had to get that in, um, anything that you would like them to know. Just, you know, to enjoy um, the books. And like I said, the net proceeds go toward the foundation, or you can make a straight up donation, which also goes to eggings um, once a month. And to enjoy everything that the books can bring to you and your family, maybe sign up for that parent blog or the newsletter and keep up with, you know, everything good eggs and, you know, get the word out, help us expand. And, um, you know, I'd be really grateful for that. Talking about our gratitude, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is the kind of movement that can, could, that can really have legs. Yes. Domino effect. And you're helping people one egging at a time, as it were. Yeah. Um, but there's another guest that I've had on that she works with uh, widowed people and, and, and helping them through that process. Mm -hmm. That is now becoming, it started as a small itty bitty thing of, because she lost her husband uh, 18 years ago. Started mm -hmm. as a real itty bitty thing. Now it's a nationwide program. Wow. That's another vision I have too, is just do little chapters in other cities. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Keep yeah. going. Keep yeah. going. Keep <laughs> the vision alive. Well. And, and I, I guarantee you for that, by the way, uh, you're listening to positive talk radio. I really do hope you enjoy these shows and what we do here. We're here Monday at 3 PM Wednesday, like today at 4 PM and Friday at noon, this Friday, uh, Mike uh, Matthew Stapley will be on. He's the Canadian psychic. He's a real good friend of the show. He does an awesome job um, and stuff. So tune in on Friday at noon. And we also do positivetalkradio.net. And we also do podcasts. And, we're, and we do Instagram and shorts and all. We're everywhere. So I really hope that you enjoy it. And I want to thank Sandy again for being here. Go to the Good Eggs 
www.ellenbarnett.org and, and support her program. It's worthwhile. It's helping kids. And I can't think of anything better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kevin. I really appreciate being a guest today. Thank you so much for being here. And by the way, be kind to everybody because each other's all we've got. Yeah. We'll see you Friday at noon.